Shift for Brains is recorded in Nova Scotia, unceded Mi'kmaq territory known as Mi'kma'ki. This episode is a co-production with Sheldon McLeod on The Sheldon McLeod Show on News 95.7. This week on Shift for Brains, Sheldon and I are talking about talking. We're talking about how to have a good conversation, what bad habits to get rid of and good habits to maintain. Healthy conversations are possible and we're going to show you how. On the Friday shows since uh, municipal election, we've been able to get back together with our friend Bill Carr for Shift for Brains. Today, talking about talking, Bill. Yes, sir. Now, you mentioned Blaise Pascal. Do tell. Do tell. Well, I I ran across this, you know, every once in a while, the uh, talking, uh, you know, these clickbait things pop up. And and it was essentially saying, you know, uh, a philosopher's 350-year-old trick to get people to change their minds is now backed up by psychologists. And I read this, and I went, that's very intriguing to me. Uh, and they talk about the 17th century French philosopher, Blaise Pascal, uh, right. who decided to say, very simply, uh, if before disagreeing with someone, you first point out the ways in which they're right. And then in, to effectively persuade them to change their mind, you kind of lead them to discover a counterpoint to their own argument. Ah, Right. Okay. That's, I, yeah, that, I've seen that it work, too. a lot of sense, actually. And, yeah. it, and it's worked for me in some ways. I had a caller yesterday for the Oven Hour uh, yeah. who, who had, you know, hey, you know, businesses are businesses, and, and people who own buildings are in business. And why should we expect the government to limit their income? Or to, and you're not wrong. That's what capitalism is. But I guess the question is, if your rent goes up 90%, is that fair? That's, right. it's, it's the same, you know, where's the limit? Where do you decide... What, how far is too far? It's interesting you, you, what you're talking about, too, is that, is that sometimes we, we, uh, we adopt a position mm-hmm. that, that only needs a counter position to make us doubt it only at all. Yes. But, first, but, but we don't want to be told we're wrong, but we, but, but we will doubt ourselves. That's like, I think, is a, a human trait, not, not mine. I have no ego. But, but those people with egos, that's what they do. <laughs> well, now, do you I called it healthy conversations. Yeah. By the way. Okay. Healthy and, conversations. And, and Perfect. Now, do you do you do you ever find that you have unhealthy conversations? Oh man, can I tell you them? <laughs> can I give you the list? I can twit. I could point out a few Twitter accounts specifically. I, I think so. I think so. And and so I I'm gonna I'm gonna talk in a, in a little bit about about how conversations are not just uh, um, easy or hard or difficult or strange or stress, but actually affect your health. And I'm going to I'm going to get to that because it turns out that how we how we talk with each other changes our brain and and, and affects our health. Now, when when uh, this last week I was having trouble with my computer mm-hmm. and I wanted to get rid of it, all the stuff that the kids had put on it yeah. and yeah. and start over. Right. Right. So so and there's a you, you reboot it and you go back to what they call factory settings. Right. Yeah. Okay. I've seen that. And so while I was waiting for that to go, I was thinking about you guys and you, know, you and, and our conversation and I thought. I, you know what, like, how many times do I feel like I wish I could reboot myself? <laughs> get, get back to that, because I've got a lot of bad habits. Mm, okay, and, you, you and, me too. And I think one, we, and one where we have them, and, and all of us, I think, are going to fall victim to this, have it with regards to our conversations and the way we have conversations. Mm. 
So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to list you. I've got a list of bad listening habits and a list of good listening habits. And I'm so confident that you're exposed to it all the time that I'm going to name the bad habit and you're going to tell me what it means. Okay. All right. We'll try. Okay. So these are things you shouldn't be doing. These are things you shouldn't do while you're listening. If you were a good listener, if you're a bad listener, this is what you do. Okay. Okay. Daydreaming. I'm sorry. I was thinking of something else. What? (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. What? Daydreaming. Another one. Debating. I don't agree with that. <laughs> and and do you know what's really fun about this hmm. is that as soon as people I say it to people, and I've been testing it to get ready for this week, yep. and people just start to laugh because guilty. It's yep. like yep. guilty. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Here's another one: judging. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. That's easy to. You th- know that happens so easily though. Oh, oh, and 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 the other thing is, if, like like you were saying, if 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 you jump in on somebody when they're talking. And, and and they and you and you and they're angry with you and they're upset and you go I don't like you right away you're not listening you're just like no exactly it stops right okay so here's another one mm-hmm. jumping ahead yeah yeah absolutely I'm the worst <laughs> well okay so that's different finishing people's sentences I don't know if that's on the list. <laughs> that's that's jumping ahead but that's that's jumping ahead yeah that's, that's, that's jumping, jumping ahead for sure. Right, and here's here's one that here's one that's that's hard to confess to. I'm not confessing to this one. Mm-hmm. Acting, listening. <laughs> uh, that's why I don't want a camera in here. Uh, no, no, because when you, you're sitting there on the on your on your uh, on your phone, right? I'm, I'm googling something. Google, Google, Google. Okay, ready? Rehearsing. Yeah, I really don't like. I shouldn't say I don't do that. I kind of think through a conversation before I have it, but that's in a different context. No, I, I, I think there's, I, and by the way, this is why you're listening. Mm, gotcha. I think, I think rehearsing beforehand is not a bad idea. Okay. okay. I think to have a conversation you, that you know is about to be difficult, okay. to well, sort of practice some of your lines. Well, that's... I shouldn't say that out loud. You, know? <laughs> you should calm down, for example. Don't edit. Oh, you know, yeah. edit. Yikes. Right, here's another one. Mm. Ambushing. <laughs> I don't do it in interviews, but I absolutely have heard others do so. Yeah. And oh, and listen, I hear you get ambushed all the time. Oh, like that's yeah. That seems to be a standard. I'm not putting your callers down. I love your callers, but yeah. that's a that's a technique that some of your callers use. Right? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> Cherry picking. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Your right. argument is you know uh, full of holes, except for or yeah, I yeah, I hear that one too. So, so the thing that is daydreaming, debating, judging, jumping ahead, acting, listening, rehearsing, ambushing, cherry picking. We do it. We all do it. We mm, all do a little bit of it. Yeah. We all do it. But, but as soon as we can name it, we can stop it. Like we can, we can say, you know, there, there's a person that I talk to on a regular basis and I daydream and I know it. Mm-hmm. And so, and so I, I have to do something in order to get ready. And, and I'm going to talk about preparing for a conversation in a second. But right. now I want to go for the good listening. This is what you do when you do good listening. Okay. Ready? Sure. To, to be fully present. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And and you and see in your job, I was thinking about you. You're such a because your your whole work is conversations, basically. Right? Mm-hmm. And and to be fully present means to be sitting there in that studio if you're in your studio or at home, headphones on, everything else going on. But that the words that are coming into your head from that other human being. You have to be there for them, or you're gonna you're gonna ask the silly questions, or you're gonna you're gonna miss 
some some important point. Right? That is the most important part of active listening for me is that I'm I've got the pen in my hand and I I write yeah. down. They say something, I write it down because I'm going to let you finish what you're saying. But I'm going to get back right. to that because that to me, you you may not know, but that whatever it was you just said, that's a spot that needs more exploration. And and okay, and we're, and we're going to get to that. Watch this one. Okay. Now another one is to be relaxed because. If you're stressed and you have anxiety, um, your prefrontal cortex, which is which is the the empathic part, the engaged part, shuts yeah. down. Yeah. So so and and I and and I know when I was I used to be on radio. Mm-hmm. I had a I had a producer who who shall remain nameless yeah. who who used to come in at the last minute just before I went on the air mm-hmm. and would and would go. Right. I thought something. You know, something was important to him. No less. And I had to. I had to finally say, "You can't come in here." Fifteen minutes before I start the show, you can't come in here after that. There's a. This is a no-fly zone. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> because it would cause I, my. I would get stressed. My prefrontal cortex would shut down. The caller would come on, and I wouldn't be fully present. I, I I absolutely can understand and empathize with that. And and yeah. to your point of, uh, you know, the frontal cortex. There are interviews I do that I, I get a. There are very few interview subjects that I will write down my questions, but it's right. what I've recognized about myself is that for some of the guests that, that I know that it's very easy for me to be dealt with in a way that seems either dismissive or aggressive, or mm-hmm. if it's the subject matter that I really am, am passionate to get to the answers. The latest example was uh, Bernadette Jordan, minister of fisheries. I tried for yes, weeks yes. to get her on the show and I wrote out my questions. I didn't ask them the way I wrote them in many ways, but I, I needed a way to get through it. Uh, seldom, if ever, do I actually write out the, for Stephen McNeil. I will write out my questions because I've been on the other side of angry Steve McNeil. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. And and it and it doesn't make for good questions and answers, and it doesn't make for a good exchange. Right? No, it makes me feel horrible afterwards because I don't enjoy that kind of inter- interaction. That's not me. No, no. I'll do and it. See, so that could, and that leads us to the next one: mentally quiet. Hmm. To stay mentally quiet, which which goes back to the bad listening. It means you're you're not debating or jumping ahead or or, or rehearsing or ambushing. You're just quiet, it's just like spill, shush, and listen, right? Yeah. And and looking and listening is another one. I mean, I know we're going to take a break in a yep. minute, so I just want to do looking and listening, at, which is which is a little more difficult on, on social media and very difficult on the radio, I find. But <laughs> but if you can see the person, yep. it it makes a difference because and now you must notice this the difference between having a phone conversation with somebody and having them sitting across from you in the studio. A hundred percent. And I've had guests, yeah. people who have are very media literate. People are very used to interviews. I, one example I'll give you is uh, Lisa Raitt, who yeah. at the time was a cabinet minister with the Progressive Conservatives, and then she was in opposition. And right. she the first time she came in and sat in the studio after. Afterwards, she's like, that was totally different than any other conversation we've ever had. And it was yeah. because we were in the same room. That's right. Because because the body, has, and, and and that's why Zoom, when I have Zoom conversations, mm-hmm. I ask the person, and I know it's sometimes difficult, but I always say, could you please turn your camera on? Yeah. Please let me see you. You know, because otherwise I'm, I'm missing that component. Here's another one. Feeling with. All right, which is empathy, oh, like actually yeah. Yeah. allowing yourself to go with the energy that's being presented to you by that person that you're listening to. That works a lot easier when they're in the room, but it's happened to me on the air it, with the phone call. Yep. 
And and it, and the other one, this one is one that you're talking about. Just been already talking about is to be inquisitive. Is to is to develop questions. Oh, I I, I want to keep listening, but I I, I don't want to miss out what, on what you just said a minute ago. Yeah. So so to so to write the question down and to say, you know, what did you mean by that? I mean, it, what that means is the fi- the final one, which it means you're engaged. Mm-hmm. And and it says to the person speaking. This person is not only listening to me; they're engaged with me, and they're participating in this conversation. Right? So, and I'm participating in your job to take a break. Right. <laughs> and, and I don't know where this fits in, but I want to ask you when we get back, and I'll throw it out yeah. right now for us. Yeah. Uh, are you waiting? Are you listening? Or are you just waiting for your chance to talk? Amen. I'll show you. I'll okay. tell you. Okay. We'll do that. Bill Carr, we're, we're shifting our brains here this afternoon. We're talking about listening. Well, we're talking about talking, but I think we're talking about listening. A little bit of both. <laughs> Bill Carr. We'll be right back after this. And we're back with Bill Carr. we got about five minutes with Bill here on Shift for Brains, and we're talking about talking or talking about listening. Do you know Valerie Geller? No. Geller Media. She's uh, someone who helps uh, broadcasters. She says there are no boring stories, only boring storytellers. Uh, her other uh, main focus is that uh, engaging or engaged is engaging so that if, if the two people speaking are engaged in the conversation, people will get something out of it and they might just keep listening. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I mentioned health or, yeah. or why it was healthy. And I want to I want to jump to this. Yep. There's a thing. There's a gentleman named Ruben who did some research and he said, if you give somebody evenly hovering attention, you have increased intelligence, improved performance improved decision-making, higher moral reasoning, and reduced stress-related disorders. And what's really interesting is, even the hovering attention, it, it, it has that impact of all of those things, not only on the person doing the listening, but on the person being listened to. Hmm. Isn't that an incredible like that. gift to give somebody? Oh, I, well, absolutely. One of, one of my, that's one of the things I feel most uh, proud of, is that you know, whoever is, uh, accepts my invitation into the space, I want to treat them with respect and make them the center of this conversation. I want them to be, feel good about what they're doing. And you do. And it, and it causes health and, and wiser thinking. And, and in order to get ready for this kind of thing, mm-hmm. they talk about in order to be a good listener, meditate before you listen to somebody, especially somebody who's in a hot in, in environment. If you're, if you're dealing with somebody that's, that's having stress, mm-hmm. decide what your values are that this person means something to you. Like you just said, you, you value that audience, you value them. And that means you, your outcome, you want them to have a good experience. So you put your values in front of, the, of your listening. And there's a, there's a gentleman who wrote something and I can't find out who it was, so I'm just gonna quote it and then say, I don't know who said it. Okay. I'm responsible for what I say, not for what you hear. Ah, yes. Uh, but, but at first I went, yes, and then I go, no, because I, I should be, if I'm caring as a listener, if I'm caring about what I'm saying, then I've got to be caring about what you're hearing. So this gets me to intention versus impact. Right. I, I, may, I may have all the good intentions in the world, but if my impact is harmful, mm. then that's what it is. So, so when somebody says, uh, you know, the, the, oh, I'm, I'm upset by what you just said. And you say, well, I, I didn't mean to get, up, get you upset. It's, oh, it's, yeah. your, it's your problem. That apology, no, that's not a non, that's a non-apology. That's, not, yeah. that's a non-apology. Yeah. What, you, what we should be doing is saying, if somebody says I'm impacted, you should, first of all, you should believe them. Mm-hmm. And then you should find out how to, and how to find out how that, how it impacted. If my intention wasn't to impact you, why did it, what did it, what did I do wrong? What did I say? But the initial, the initial uh, uh, emphasis should be to 
to believe, to just say, okay, I, I, I've impacted and I've, and I didn't, that wasn't my intention. And one of the ways they do it and you do it, I listen, I've listened to you by the way, over the last little while, hmm. since I started getting ready for this, you do two things that are, that they recommend you do when, when the situation gets stressful, you slow down and you shorten your sentences. And it's really neat to listen to you do it. You go, you you get right, you get very contained, and you can hear you going, and you slow down, and you shorten your sentences. And the person that you're talking to, you can you can feel it diffusing. It, it allows them to vent, and and then and then it's and then they start to reflect back to you what you're giving them. I don't know who taught that to me. I just do it. I don't. I know. I think you just got it. Yeah. But here here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Can you communicate better? It's a two-way consideration, yes, but you can always say, I will be a better listener, and, I'll, and that will help me have healthier conversations. Perfect way to frame that is absolutely it. I, yeah, I, initially when you said, you know, I will go back to, uh, I'm responsible for what I say, but not what you think you heard on the radio. Uh, that's a slightly nuanced version <laughs> of what you said. So, yes, I will agree. You captured that. But again, I'll go back to if I can't be responsible for what you think you heard. Yes, yes. Like my like my son used to say, I don't think I meant what you think you heard me say. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's brilliant. <laughs> that's, a, that's a teenager right there. Well, that's it in a nutshell. Uh, this is a good conversation. So do you wait for people? Uh, do you listen or do you wait for a chance to speak? Oh, that was one. Listen to your test. That's that's all about rehearsing, ambushing, jumping ahead, judging, debating. It it it's all of it's all the wrong things encaps, encapsulated because we, we shouldn't yes, yes, there's an element of I'm excited and I want to talk with you. But the first intention should be to listen. And the second intention should be to speak. Which stuff. I'm the worst at. I'm the worst at. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't practice. By the way, I'm just for brains. I do not practice what I preach. <laughs> <laughs> All right, words to live by, but maybe not adhere to. <laughs> That's right. A little bit of both. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. It's always fun Amen. to catch up. Bill Carr, and uh, people can go back to listen to this if they are in, interested in becoming engaged with more listening about listening and talking. And if they have a topic they want to send us, send us. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, work, we'll work on it. Fantastic. Bill, have a great weekend. Thank Happy you. Halloween. You too. You uh, too, you too. Take care. I'm going as a COVID. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, 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 you're not. Not no, you're not. Too no. soon, too soon. Very much so. All right. Bill Carr on a Friday. <laughs> 